Cool 97 Radio. Singles live on the Nation School at School 97 FM, and we are moving into our talk segment. And this talk segment is sponsored by Harvest Tabernacle Endeavors Ministry, hosting Christmas Bickle on Friday, December 9 at the Ryan Williams Entertainment Center, 36 Hope Road, Kingston 10, from 11 a.m. to 9:30 p.m. There'll be prizes and surprises, and for Info and tickets, you can call 876-432-1096. That's 876-432-1096. So, we have with us after, what is it, two months of not having him on the show with us, Andre Allen Casey. Jay, I forget how to word that. (laughs) Andre Allen Casey, how are you? I'm doing very well, thank you. Welcome back. Thank you much. And uh, our listeners uh, were missing you. And uh, for those who listened intensely, they sent um, out their condolences to you. And we know that it would have been something that is very imperative and pressing that would keep you away um, from the show. And so we welcome you back. Thank you very much. Right. So, all in all, how have you been? I am doing much better. Mm-hmm. I must admit. Um, I we have shared many perspectives um, on this show, on this program, and I have utilized quite a number of them. Mm-hmm. And of such, they have served me well. Right. Right. So you had to utilize what you were teaching. Indeed. (laughs) Indeed, yes. So tonight we are exploring a very interesting topic, especially at this time of the year. We're going to be looking at anxiety um, to the extent um, coping with anxiety disorder. Now, Andre, tell us about anxiety and the difference between just feeling anxious and anxiety disorder. Well, experiencing occasional anxiety actually is a normal part of life and living. And uh, we recognize that people um, will have anxiety, generally speaking, and would have them frequently. But the intense, um, or the intensity, I should say, and the excessiveness and the persistence um, has a lot to do with whether or not you are experiencing anxiety disorder. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we, in, in speaking about anxiety disorder, we have to take in consideration, uh, under consideration, the frequency, the excessiveness, the persistence, um, so we are not saying that that 
we won't have these, we won't have anxiety. But if you find that it is quite excessive, it is quite intense, um, you know, you're not letting up, so to speak, especially in relation to how you are managing your own fears or even uh, your everyday situations. How is it that you're managing them? Then we are saying that there's a strong possibility you are um, experiencing anxiety disorder. Often anxiety disorder involves repeated episodes of sudden feelings of intense anxiety and fear, of course, or even terror that can reach a peak within minutes, like, for example, having a panic attack. Um, now, these feelings of anxiety and panic oftentimes interferes with our daily activities. And sometimes they're difficult. Or we might find it difficult to control them. Mm-hmm. Um, but the question is, are they out of proportion to the actual danger? And, and how long have they lasted? And so you, once you find that your reaction is outside of the um, in terms of the proportion to the actual danger, then we're saying, again, you might be experiencing anxiety disorder. And so we're saying also that you should avoid, rather, let me say this way, if you feel like you should avoid situations um, or places to, to, to prevent these feelings, maybe you're experiencing anxiety disorder because you're trying to safeguard yourself from having these things. You might be saying to yourself, but is that fine? And I'm not saying no. However, you have become afraid (laughs) of developing any kind of anxiety. And I'm saying um, that is anxiety in and of itself. Once you have become afraid of it and, and where it now interferes with how you function, you know, um, so, so again, I've given you all, all of these preambles in relation to what anxiety disorder could constitute. Um, anxiety disorders could include generalized anxiety disorder, social anxiety disorder, like, for example, you have so, different types of social phobias, specific um, phobias and separation anxiety disorder. And so the idea here is that you can have more than one anxiety disorder. And sometimes anxiety results from a medical condition too that needs treatment. But here's the key point. And again, stop right here. Um, Whatever form of anxiety you might be having, treatment can help. That was a mouthful. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm absorbing and uh, taking in everything that you're saying, uh, Andre. And I'm saying to myself, hmm, looking at it in, in, in the Jamaican context, and I'm, and, I, and, 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 and I'm thinking, and I'm thinking out aloud, and I'm speaking out aloud. Andre, a holy power suffer from anxiety disorder, you know? Amen. And this is not a laughing matter. It's a whole lot of us, especially when it comes to uh, social anxiety, that fear, 
that fear of not wanting to be out there for varying reasons and I'm just using this as an example that most of the time when persons are fearful of or suffers anxiety um, because of traffic it is not really the fact that they are um, in the traffic but what may happen when they are stuck in the traffic that's correct mm-hmm. so just the that's fear correct. of right so and, just and so this idea that i have to know avoid do everything to avoid mm-hmm. because i don't want this and imagine you allow your anxiety you know to stop you from functioning you know it has crippled you actually you know it has literally crippled you and 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 my point is if you find that you have not conquered it, you know, because every time look look at the dread that that and that that, that it evokes in you when you have to confront it. So rather than confront it, you do something to avoid it. Mm-hmm. And so it's crippling. It's not, not only crippling. Here's the next C word. It control you. And if somebody want to blackmail you, they just throw it at you. They just throw it at you. True. Um, before we move on, Andre, into the symptoms of um, anxiety disorder, are uh, there coming, going, moving into holidays, especially uh, the upcoming uh, Christmas holiday? Do you have seasonal? Is there a thing as seasonal anxiety? You can have it because the truth be told, um, there are. There are different um, forms of anxiety, and you have. And, and I'm going to probably talk about these, but they will not know. Um, but now that you asked me that, so you have what is called generalized anxiety disorder. That might fall under general anxiety disorder because it includes persistent and excessive anxiety and worry about activities or events. So it's a general anxiety disorder, GAD, um, comes under the umbrella of what? Act up where you worry about activities or events. Even ordinary routine issues. So you worry about it. You know, this worry, of course, is in proportion to the actual circumstance. You know, it is difficult to control and affect how your or you'll see physically. And so it often occurs along with the other anxiety disorders or even depression. So to answer your question, yes, mm-hmm. but it comes under what is called what? Generalized, or GAD, generalized anxiety disorder. Because again, it speaks to what? Where there's excessive anxiety and worry about activities or events. So now that this Christmas season is coming again, you get to do this, you get to do that, you have to go years so, and what have you, and you can't bother, and you have to cook, and you have to go go visit, and you have to go buy this, and eat here, and you can't bother. So you know what happened? I'm not going to do nothing. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> when you 
So what are what are the common signs of um anxiety uh, disorder? Signs and symptoms. Let's look at that. Okay. And, and I'm going to give you a, a list, but I, I do not invite, I invite our listeners to think about everything and not just take out two or three or four. I want them to see as um, everything together. And, and if they find that all of these things that, that I've shared, um, they are it is impacting them in an adverse way, then I'm inviting them to come and see me or or go to the doctor. Seriously. Um, to find out how they what kind of other other steps. Well we hope that by the end of this program, you know, they will learn one or two things and put some of these things in, 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 in place. But um notwithstanding um, if this doesn't help, um, you might need a little bit more direct intervention to help you overcome um, some of these things. Okay? So, but to answer your question, feeling nervous, restless, or tense, write that down. If you can write them down, write them down, please. Um, you know. Uh, having a sense of and by the way don't ask me what I said before because I'm not going to remember <laughs> <laughs> I'm writing too <laughs> right but having a sense of impending danger panic or doom that's an important thing if, if you just believe say no man something not going to happen worse if you get up on your dream if you ever dream something and it puts you into a place where you can't come out of your house because you're a dream, you have you experiencing anxiety. Ladies and gentlemen, sometimes when you feel like you have to read a horoscope before you come out of your house, have somebody dream you, and you decide so you can't move because the because the because the person dream you, you're having anxiety. <laughs> you're that dream. <laughs> so just saying. Um, a rope dray, a clutching bag. He is. Bag, Come rather. to think of it, he is. <laughs> <laughs> I have more for him. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, having an increased heart rate. Yes, and then the jug is just finished jug a while ago. Mm. Now imagine you just wake up and, and, and you feel like you have a heart attack. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> What are you worrying about? What is on your mind so palpitation of the heart, sweating, breathing rapidly, hyperventilating, um, trembling, feeling weak or tired, trouble concentrating or thinking about anything other than the present worry. Imagine that. The present worry occupy your thinking and your mind. You can't move. All the your mind is yeah, you can't go on talking. You know. you, 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 you don't understand my predicament. You don't understand my predicament. You can't stay there. Hmm? 
if you don't go to me, you go to you, see? You, you, you think it's a laughing matter? And I said, look, by the way, that kind of conversation piece is not helping you to overcome your anxiety, ladies and gentlemen. That kind of conversation piece that we traditionally have with ourselves and sometimes tell, tell persons who is possibly trying to help us is not helping us. We're running away the people and who's trying to help us. And so we put ourselves into more um, harm. And it's a lot more challenging for us to overcome it. When, we, when, when ourselves talk says things like, you can go and talk, evil faith knows it, and me feel it, and me know it. So, it's not a laughing matter. You can stay there. You know, sometimes I do laugh, by the way, um, because sometimes we're not going to get a taste for two. If, if we take it too, too serious, man, in the name of Jesus, it, it, it cripples us. But I can give you a few more. Um, having trouble sleeping, mm-hmm. having trouble sleeping, experiencing, um, what's it called? No, stomach problems, mm-hmm. can't digest properly, having difficulty controlling worry. Why? You know, so you have what, what you have what is called intrusive thoughts. Yeah. Or or, or flashback. And I probably need to say something about that. Hope I remember. But but even having some kind of flashback. And each time we have the flashback, it interferes with our function. Because we think the flashback is there to cripple us. But since I remember it, it means that I I'm not going to forget it. How do we regret that from? This book I remember it now. You just remember it now. You can't forget it later. <laughs> you know, just because it comes to a mind now, we feel say yes, stay on our mind forever. No. But the fact, the fact that you remember it is because I forgot it. Mm-hmm. Just saying. They can forget it again. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But you know, um, having the urge to avoid things that trigger anxiety. Next thing, don't go to that yard, okay, next thing that this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Do, uh, next thing this is going to happen, next thing. And what if? What if and what if? And you live your life through one bag of what if. And what you know, we decide to reduce what we know. And, 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 and uplift what if. Yeah, so what we know, the fact, we ignore it and live into the city of what if. What if, what if, what if, what if this happened? What if that happened? What if, what if? Yeah, that's why I mean, what if? You don't know. So go with the surprise to what happened, no? Just saying. But these are some of the signs and symptoms. So tonight, if you're joining us, thank you so much for joining us via the World Wide Web. Thomas 71, Marhu, Ian, thank you so much for joining us. For those persons who are listening via the radio, tonight's topic, coping with anxiety disorder. And just a few minutes ago, Andre was going through the long list of the 
common signs and symptoms of anxiety disorder. Reminding you that this talk segment is brought to you by Christmas Bickle, happening on Friday, December 9 at Randy Williams Entertainment Center. And it's hosted by Harvest Tabernacle. And it starts at 11 a.m. in the morning. And it goes up until 9.30 p.m. Tickets are $15,000. Remember, it's a super all-inclusive event. And entertainment starts at 5.30 p.m. with music by none other than DJ Dre. And for further info and tickets, you can call 876-316-3650 for details. Let's go right back into the conversation with Andre Allen Casey, counseling psychologist. So, Andre, I know that you touched on a few of, 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 of the types of anxiety disorder, but let me ask, and I want you to reiterate again, are there different types of anxiety disorder? Definitely. So, we have mentioned the GAD, and most folks are familiar with that, general, generalized anxiety disorder. But you have agoraphobia, um, which is a type of anxiety disorder in which you fear and often avoid places or situations that might cause you to panic and make you feel trapped, make you feel helpless, and make you even feel embarrassed. So, um, again, I'm just saying here, it's a type of disorder, anxiety disorder rather, in which you what? Fear and often avoid places and situations. That as far as you're concerned, if you go here or go there, this can happen. Mm-hmm. Because you think it can happen, you're not going away. Agoraphobia. That is a, that's a very widespread one along with the generalized anxiety disorder. You, you don't know, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and you, you know, as far as you're concerned, you start to go through the, through the motions of, of um, palpitation of the heart and sweating and non-appetite and can't eat and intrusive thoughts and, and you carry it gone to Mount Everest and it's not even, mm-hmm. it is not even an anthill. It's not even now what? An anthill. And you, and you turn it in a Mount Everest. And, and no matter what anybody said to you, you say, oh, you're butter blood, bread, oh, you're bread you're butter pan. You're bread butter pan too, sir. <laughs> yes. You can go and talk. Mm-hmm. So when you finish with, with why you cannot be a part of this thing here, you see? I still not have the fact. But you see, the way you talk about it, when when you finish, talk about it, people not, people are still sorry for you. Yeah, but, but, but Andre, let me just ask a question. But some people, not all, but some people may feel that um, their anxiety is keeping them safe and that it is, it, 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 it is okay to feel that way based on everything that is happening around them. And they feel that it is, it is almost like a protective mechanism. So I am fearful. I, I, I am not going out there. I am so anxious and I feel that it's best for me to stay in 
not to go out because this is the only way I can f um, protect self and feel safe. It's, my, and, and, and I'm saying to you, say, everything I did just said a while ago falls under agoraphobia and general agoraphobia. That's exactly right. You are going to give yourself enough reasons why you're not going to conquer this. Because, and I'll put it this way, worse, if somebody went out <laughs> and something bad happened to them, mm -hmm. you can't tell them nothing. If somebody, you know, ever went out and thank God you never go, you know, seem to me telling me the one, you know, the same thing we're saying, you know, me, 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 they have the dream, you know, I must see, must see, must tying people. It's after the event. Them tell us they have the dream. It's after the event. Them eyes are come tell about. You know me the dream it. No, see, see, me the dream it. We dream everything. We see play out, right? And and I know that what I'm saying here, and lot of folks. In our society, especially in our Jamaican society, society and yes. Caribbean, um, is going to push back because it is so real to them. They they, they have literally embraced when I say the anxiety. They have mm -hmm. as you as you have just outlined a while ago, and they have allowed they and they are comfortable to be being crippled by their anxiety. Because it is uh, it is it is safe. Mm -hmm. It is safe. It is safe. It is safe, and so they don't they don't really like they actually and they don't explore and they don't enjoy life. They don't they, have the facts. Mm -hmm. By the way, mm -hmm. they, they use um, yesterday to regulate today and definitely tomorrow. They use what yesterday. To regulate today and definitely tomorrow. So they go into tomorrow with, with, with pessimism. And so they remain stuck and find and find that they're going in circles. When other people are achievers and, 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 and have conquered different things and dreamers. They are like <laughs> you, you good for you. When they finish talking to you, you you sorry so you climb you climb the hill. A matter of fact, a mind shop, you you look back, you look at yourself and say, Why am I the fool fool? Why didn't I have your fears? Is is somebody curious in my life? <laughs> 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 so I am just endorsing everything that you said. And I'm just can I put it a little bit more? I'm kind of trying to extreme to the point where it can even be so frivolous when we think about it in a very objective way. Say, boy, we take this thing to such a level that, believe you me, um, nobody must must say to you, um, try now. It's it's sacrilege if to somebody say. should ever tell you to try. Mm -hmm. But, but there are others, though. You have even panic disorder. 
reminding you that this talk segment is brought to you by Christian. That's Christmas Bickle, hosted by Harvest Tabernacle, happening on Friday, December 9 at Randy Williams Entertainment Center from 11 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. Prizes and surprises, live entertainment at 5.30. And you can call 876-432-1096 or 876-316-3654 details. We're going to take a break and then when we come back, let's see what's happening inside the MixLR chat room. We'll be right back. Cool 97. The singles live on the nation school at school 97 fm and this talk segment courtesy of christmas bickle happening on friday december 9. so uh ian andre you're still with us with you let me read um something from ian inside the mixlr chat room and let me say that I can relate to this, can't explain it, but let us see if Andre can shed some light on it. And he says, how does one explain what would, what I would call intuitive anxiety, where a feeling is overwhelming, but there is no tangible reason for it? Eventually, the moment passes and you receive word of something negative that has occurred, which has impacted on your life and he says I experienced that anxiety in the worst way on the morning of September 11 before the first plane hit the tower hear that Andre yes I heard that mm -hmm. but you know um, <clears throat> remember you know the anxiety speaks far and wide to how you, you might feel about something you might even have an intuition, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and, and nothing is wrong with that. My argument is, you see, do you plan to live from it and off it? Yeah, that's the operative thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's the operative thing, uh, uh, yeah. Are you now going to say that you say, I, I know, it's just like your horoscope, you know, think about it. If when you read something in your horoscope and it comes through, then the horoscope can feel like truth. And then you're going to use your horoscope now. A matter of fact, your horoscope become a horror. <laughs> okay, you know your horror if it does it writing and not coming out of that Thank house. You very much. And so you become crippled and controlled by it. The two see them. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just saying here that so, so whatever term we want to use to, 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 to speak to our anxiety. If it is the case where we are allowing our anxieties now to regulate our lives and living, then we have, we have a problem. That's my point. Mm -hmm. I don't care how much time um, uh, um, an intuition come true. I don't care. <laughs> I mean, so what? This one come true, that one come true. Yeah. I'm certain that people are saying things about my life that I don't hear and maybe it'll come true but you know at some stage you need to take control about how your life end up you're either going to take what life gives you or take from life what you want 
But I do believe that if you don't have a, a, a mindset of that nature, you, you, you keep on waiting to see what, what hands are going to be dealt. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and then you're gone into predestination and, and, and everything happened for a purpose and all those things. And because everything happened for a purpose, then at least what happened to you? You know, I live. No, you, you definitely won't be living a fulfilled life. You're not living. You, you're waiting to see how your life going, aren't going to be unfolded. And that's the mindset and mentality of a host of our Dominican population. I would talk with certain believing that kind of, having that kind of thinking and living. And, and, if, and when people like me now come out, come on radio and, and say, how oh, can I talk that? Then look like a mere talk foolishness. <laughs> so 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 uh, let me let me just kind of just put this into perspective especially when it comes from the intuition right so nothing is wrong with with having an intuition but this is just an example for you Ian you can just imagine if after what happened you decided that you never um go on a plane again You'll never go to something that was happening in Manhattan. You are going to move out of the Western world and go live in a jungle because you never want to be subjected to that kind of feeling. So sometimes, too, it is the avoidance of that feeling. And as Andre said, not dealing with the feeling. And so it affects your life in such a way that you, it, Andre used the word, the C word, it cripples you. So I don't think anything is wrong with having that intuition and, 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 and say, this is how I, something don't feel right today. But that doesn't mean that you're going to lock yourself up and don't go anywhere. <laughs> well, I'm just thinking about that. Um, that story that I heard a couple some time ago, many many moons ago, with this man who says, "You know what? I am not leaving my house today." I'm sure this man was suffering from anxiety disorder, Andre and Ian, and all my listeners who are listening. And he says, "I am not leaving my house today because I don't want to get in any trouble at all. Me go stay in my house. Me not go to street. Me not mix up with nobody. Me not want to get myself in no trouble." And he is in his house, and I think he. <laughs> After coconut water, out of a jelly coconut, I decided because him don't want to go outside, Andre, him are going to chew the coconut <laughs> um, husk through the window and badam bam, him get himself in a trouble because him chew it and he lick somebody. <laughs> so, <laughs> I am absolutely sure that that person was suffering from anxiety disorder. So it is avoiding that feeling and you're avoiding, avoiding life, avoid living, avoid going out there. There's an event happening and you're invited and you decide, say, boy, me know what, me, you, 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 me nah go because you know, hear how much this and how much that. And me nah go, you know, me nah live out of my house tonight. You know, see, we are gone. You lock up tight, curtain, drag, seven, eight, nine, ten different bolts upon the door. And what if a fire happens? You know, 
you have thank you very much mm-hmm. let, let me just share some more there's a few more here and 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 I hope it will continue to contextualize the different types of anxiety that exist because there because I'm going to be honest with you in a real case scenario I'm only sharing just I've how do I say this I've, I've a spoonful of the different types of anxieties that exist. So, you, you have even children. I'm, let me leave that for last. You have social anxiety disorder. That's where you have different types of social phobias, which involves high levels of anxiety, fear, and avoidance of social situations. What, due to what? Check this out. Due to feelings of embarrassment, due to self-consciousness, and even concern about being judged or viewed negatively by others. Hmm. That's social anxiety for you, you know. Again, it involves what? High levels of feelings of, of, of anxiety. High levels of fear high levels of avoidance of social situations. But why? Because you feel, because of feeling of embarrassment, you suspect you're going to get embarrassed by this. So you Your own self-consciousness and concern about being judged and are viewed negatively by others cause you to think about a good year. We know I'm going to demonstrate this moment. We know my brother, the one who said this. We know, we're not talking, because sometimes we talk, it's like, I don't like when we say, all right, we're going to talk, we're not going to pronounce, we're not going to call the I's, and I'm going to drop the H, and, and the T, and, and you know, you know, all those things. And so because of all those things, you know, something, I don't, I don't, I don't have nothing to say. You're going to certain places, we just go and go listen. Even if we don't understand, we just go listen. And next thing, anything we'll say, a foolishness. Listen to the way sometimes we're going to ask a question, Anne. Say, yeah, I hope you're not asking a stupid question. Huh? It's a high level of, of, of self-consciousness for you to be um, putting your question in that way, you know. Just say your question I, I, is, is a stupid question, you know. Is it your question? Is it your question? We are preoccupied about how people are going to think about it for. You, you have a question? Ask a question. If people say, what kind of fool question that? You say, well, it's my one. You leave me with a fool question alone. You have answer for it, yes or no. But you are also a preempt the other person. Now, if you agree with this, I want a fool question. Is something wrong with you? And I'm saying this, when you look at it by and large, even the way we speak, <laughs> it um, it announces some 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 troubling things about our people and 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 the way we think and the way we operate and the different issues that are affecting us. And we are hoping that through programs like these, we 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 bring folks to a certain level of knowledge where they can identify certain things about themselves and try and ensure that intervention takes place. We're hoping that this program is a part of that intervention process. You have also um, 
substance-induced anxiety disorder. Mm-hmm. Of you know, you take something and you're all over the place. You think you're a superman or a superwoman. Boy, we're, 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 seeing, we're, seeing, we're seeing a lot of that um, in all different uh, cross-sections of Jamaica, all different ages. It is so prevalent. Don't get me started. Again, I say it and leave it alone about something. Because I, I am with odds with, 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 with with some of these stakeholders mm-hmm. who, who, who says it's okay to do this and to do that and whatnot. When the science have said quite the opposite. And because people want to make money here and money there, all of a sudden this thing that was not good for you because, um, mm-hmm. has, has become um, a norm. And they have no way of measuring it. And and just look from, from them, from them free it up. Look at how chaotic. We, we, we're not making the measurements, you know. We're not making the correlation, rather. Look at how chaotic and uncontrolled things have become. Way, way far out of control. <laughs> and, and look at, look at, and, and they themselves even come and recognize the different, the different challenges that, that occurs in schools. Mm-hmm. And them come out and say, since this, since them make this legislation, look at what, look at how it has impacted. And I don't know why somebody don't come and 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 and, and, and do the maths and show us that 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 this was not a good move. It was not a good move because you have no way of controlling it now. Everybody can take this and take that and do this and do that and what have you. And the different impact that it has is having on us. Mm-hmm. We already have psychological problems, and then again, we're going to add substance abuse to it. Big up ourselves. Mm-hmm. Big and up ex- ourselves. And, 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 and explosion or explosions have been happening. Mm-hmm. You know, and of course, let me. I, I, I said I want to say. I said I want to say something about the child or children. Let me publish something. And then I have one more. But you have, you have two different types of anxieties that oftentimes interfere with children. You have the selective mutism, and this is a, it is consistent with failure of children to speak in certain situations, such as school, even when they can speak in other situations, such as even at home and with close family members. And so this can interfere with schoolwork and, of course, social functioning. So what is it called? It's called selective mutism. And, and that is, you find that often occurs with children. So even with, with taking certain exams. Some children, once they hear the word exam and test, you know, you know the, the, a lot of anxiety starts to overwhelm them. Any kind of test and exam. So, so literally, you don't call it just an exam, and then I pass it. That is so true, <laughs> and <laughs> I told the children, adults too, <laughs> don't call it that. Call it something else, because once you speak about a test or an exam, it yeah. triggers the anxiety chips in. That's right. You know, and, and the truth is, you know, if you change your interpretation of it, you know, you're good, you know. 
Like for example, suppose you say, let me let me see how much you know on this subject matter. Mm-hmm. Tell me how much you know. Give me some questions. You ask them to give you some questions about it. And when you ask them, they say, do you know the answer? And they say, of course. And they realize, wow, you're really versed and learned about this subject matter. If you ask them to, to set the exam for you. But if you say, I get tested, they go, oh, Lord. <laughs> but all of this is to them tell me what you know about this subject matter I am amazed to see the amount of things that, that, that they bring to their recollection or comes to their recollection mm-hmm. you're saying but once you hear test you hear you say, let me test yeah, you test you mm-hmm. it's you it, 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 it is what the person wants to hear in a structured way with X amount of words and it just has to be perfect and um, yeah. stressful Another thing that affects our children is called separation anxiety disorder. And that's where the childhood, the childhood is literally characterized by by anxiety, and and that is quite excessive for the for the child's developmental level, and related to the separation from parents, of course, or others who have parental roles. So, you know, when you have some children, they grab and find you, and they burn them and cry because mommy has to go to work and or daddy has to leave. And, and yeah, that is a part of the, 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 it happens a lot, separation, anxiety disorder that occurs oftentimes in children. And, I've, and let me lock out, let me close off with this one. Um, it, it is called unspecified anxiety disorder. And what do I mean by unspecified? In other words, there are no, there's no, there's no context. There's no direct context to say, okay, is this caused or that caused it? No. You just, no, wait, wait up, let me put it this way. It's almost any context then. Mm-hmm. And the idea here is that look at how it has crippled you and interfering with how you operate. You're feeling distressed and it's quite disruptive, the two Ds. Mm-hmm. And, and and so really and truly with all of these categories and the different the different types of anxiety disorders um, my question is what are we going to do? <laughs> mm, and then my question is when do you need to see the doctor? <laughs> and then and, 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 and my question is also Andre can that alone help? Let me answer this. Let me answer that question this way. I do believe that you, and I want to strongly recommend this. No matter of fact, that's an important question. Come to think of it, Um, I do believe that you need to see the doctor. If you feel like you're worrying too much and and it is interfering with your work, it is interfering with your relationships or any other part of your life and living. That's one. Please write that down. Please make a note of that. Number two, when you find that your fear and your worry or anxiety is upsetting you and you find it quite difficult for you to control 
how you live. Possibly even why you live in. Number three, you don't ask me to repeat these things. When you feel depressed and, and you have trouble with even alcohol or drug use, or you have other mental health concerns along with the anxiety. So you know that you have mental health issues already, you know. And you have anxiety on top of it. No, man. I'm pushing over the edge now. That's why you need to go see the doctor. So I'm saying, you know, you have anxiety issues already and then you're going to feel depressed on top of that. That's not going to help you. You need to go and go to the doctor. And, that, and then on top of that, now you see, you feel like you want, you want to get like a smoke or a drink. How smoke and drink, you feel depressed. And you're going you to smoke and drink. Really, folks? going to calm your nerves, Andre. got to calm. That's the lie we tell ourselves. That's the amazing lie that we tell ourselves. You're going to take drugs to manage a feeling. Mm-hmm. We're going to take this thing to manage this feeling here. But Andre, you, let me let me just um, say this though, um, from a layman's um, friend. I, I'm, I'm, let me retract that. I'm not going to say that. Um, we don't, as a people. I may know otherwise. You may know otherwise, and you may know of other other ways of dealing with um, feeling anxious, but. The majority of individuals in the society, somewhere along the line, we learned that these are some of the the things that we can do to reduce that feeling or to get rid of that feeling. Um, Have a drink, have a smoke, even eat something, drink something sweet. Um, drink something, eat something, that sort of thing. But we were never never given the tools to use other methods. And so, in essence, we really, Andre, can't blame somebody for not having any or not knowing any other options because it was never, ever taught or given to them. And that is why this program is on. Because we want to say to individuals, there are other options out there other than grabbing for the spliff, grabbing for the alcohol, um, even grabbing for food. That's correct. That is correct. I can't add our subject to that. Um, that is correct. I want to, if you don't mind, I, I, still, I want to share two more um, while you were there talking. Two other thoughts kind of come to my mind about when to see the doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is where you think your, that your anxiety could be linked to physical health problems. If you think your anxiety could be linked to physical health problems, if you think it is psychosomatic, then go to the doctor. If you're having suicidal thoughts and or even behaviors, suicide, you're cutting yourself. You, 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 you're taking excessive tablets. 
You've been reckless with your life and you just don't care what happened to you tomorrow. You, 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 need, to, you need to see somebody. You know, this is the case I'm saying. Seek emergency treatment immediately. If you find that your worry, that your, that your, that your worries rather may not go away in their own, or, or go away on their own, and, and that you may get worse over time. And if you don't seek help, I'm saying go to see the doctor, go to a mental health provider before your anxiety gets worse. It is easier to treat it if you get help early. Mm-hmm. And so these are some of the conditions um, or as to when you must go see the doctor. And these things are happening to you. Go see the doctor, man. Come and see me. Can cough you, but come. <laughs> All right, Andre, hold that thought. Let us take the break. She singles live on the nation's coolest, Cool 97 FM. Tonight's topic, coping with anxiety disorder. Andre Allen Casey is with us. I want to say thank you so much to the sponsor of our talk segment. And it is a Christmas Bickle happening at the Rani Williams Entertainment Center on Friday, December 9. Start time, 11 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. Prizes and surprises. Remember, live entertainment starts at 5.30 p.m. The contribution, $15,000. Remember, it's a super all-inclusive event. And after the next break, I'll tell you a little bit more about uh, what is on the menu for this event. We are going to take a break and we'll be right back. Cool 97 Radio. It's back into the talk segment. Andre Allen Casey? Yes, ma'am. Yes, so let us now look at some of the... Well, well, are we going to be looking at five ways to cope with anxiety? Sounds good. Mm-hmm. So let's ah, go. I believe that we all need to believe in our ability to do. I believe that we all need to learn to believe in our ability to manage our lives. I think that's the first thing. It's not asking for a situation or even trying to fix a situation or, or an incident or try to put things in place so that a situation doesn't occur and just trying to safeguard ourselves as best as possible. Mm. Things were for Jamaica, you know. And a lot of folks, because of their own anxieties, and I'm not saying um, they, are in, they are incorrect for so doing, but sometimes it is because of our anxieties. Why would they believe? And no, man, we can't stay. Mm-hmm. They are too wicked. And, and so I understand. But people still get up and go to work. 
Mm. I'm saying, if everybody were to think like that... Nobody would leave the house and nobody no, would go to work. Nobody would leave the house. There would be no job, nothing whatsoever. Dre and I would definitely not be here. I'm just saying. Lock up in our house. You see, COVID. <laughs> and the anxiety that, 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 that it brought on, you know, put people at a place where they say, you must imagine. Mm-hmm. Mina, mina, mina. It was the government who decided that said, listen. Why look at you have to catch it you know? <laughs> 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 I mean I like this other more, sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna fact the court the government didn't say you have to live live with it. Mm-hmm. But yes, it's but earlier there was no living with it. These are all the measures that we're going to put in place. We're not going nowhere. And then move from there to buy Look, I have a living with it here. I wonder what drove them. <laughs> <laughs> not only him, but everybody in the world for that matter. You know? I'm just saying. So, it's not funny, but I, I find it quite amazing. And, you know, I find it very, very inconsistent, but very amazing. Uh, Notwithstanding. Do you believe in your ability to manage your life? That, that even if this happened and that happened and whatever, you are doing something to manage your life and not allowing the situation to manage you and how your life operates. And because people tell life on you, you're not got no more friends. Hmm. Because this person cheated on you, you're not gonna have no more. You're not gonna, you're not gonna get married anymore. What? Well, if I that are gone, and so mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'm, I'm I'm going to turn away from from from, from different types of um, persons and stay within my culture or, or, or my group because I say, you know, people of this of certain ethnicity think a different way and and I generalize. And and why since man no good, they stay with woman, and because woman no good, never stay with man. And when I mean, both of them no good, really? hear this no Andre. And when both of them no good, you turn stay by yourself. No no no, you take. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when both when both of them not working for you, and if you're well, you're if if you consider yourself to be wise and smart enough and safe enough. You're going to just turn things over to Jesus and you don't go anywhere else apart from church. Yep. Can mm. once again. Turned. All right, so we'll leave this move on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. You know, um, and I'm not clearly because I, I consider myself a Christian. Yes. So I'm not knocking. We're knocking not. No, no. And, 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 and so am I. We're not knocking it. What we're just You're saying. Right. You go from all these extremes, I'm saying. We take on these extremes. So we are lowering the situation. It's called situational ethics too. Mm-hmm. I'll put it under the umbrella of situational ethics. That, that, that the right or wrongness of something is regulated by our interpretation of the situation. And, and, and not we have... Uh, that's the word I'm looking for. Um, a standard that says, irrespective of the situation, this is my standard. 
that's when you know that you are managing your life and not the situation um, sending you passing you to and fro and because everybody said this is gone over this and everybody said this is gone over this everybody said you must be this is gone over this you're a proper organist man I know you manage your life do you believe that you have the ability to manage your life that's the first thing that's the, that's the foundation I put into you and, and Andre that, that, that we have to do I have the ability to manage my life that comes whether this happened or that happened or this happened this is this is what I'm going to do this is what I'm going to do this is what I believe in I'm going to date from a principle it's okay I, I, I make my choice and I'm prepared to back it and I'm good with that do you believe you have that matter of fact you know what the word for that it's called self-efficacy the big mm-hmm. word do you believe that you have the ability to manage your life? The next thing, that's number one. The next thing, where do we have control? And where, we do not, where is it that we do not have control? That's what we're going to help to manage our anxieties. You know? Stop trying to control what you cannot control. Mm-hmm. That is out of your control. Let me tell you what is within your control. And when you, when I give you that, you'll be able to understand what is out of your control. You know what is within your control? Ladies and gentlemen, get ready to write this down. You see, your belief is in your control. You see, your thought, your control. You see, even your feeling. You heard me right. Even your feeling. Are you a one that said me and my feeling? You know? <laughs> That's why when you talk to the people, they say, this is how I feel. Mm-hmm. Right. You're sharing what? Your feeling. You must say, this is, I'm sharing your feeling. No, you're sharing, <laughs> sharing your feeling. You know? Your feeling. You see, your decisions, within your control. You see, your choices, within your control. You see, your experiences, within your control. You see, your wants and needs, within your control. You see your behavior within your control. Is it a responsibility to make your life successful and joyful within your control? All of those things is what is within your control. So control it. Since it is your one. You have the word my attached to it. My feelings, my thoughts, my decision, my choices. My belief, my experience, my want, my need, my behavior. All of these things belong to you. You are some of them. Manage it. You know what is not in your control now? Hmm. That you must try to stop trying to manage? Other people. Your thoughts, hmm. your beliefs, your feelings, your decisions, your choices. The difference is what belongs to me and against, as against what belongs to you. One of the problems that put us, put us into a place where we have so much anxiety and it even interferes with our relationships with each other is that we want to control the other people them feeling, the other people them believe, the other people them thought. And if they don't believe what we believe, we cost them and we stereotype them and we tend to them are idiots and what have you, we gaslight them and of course a different thing. 
and it stress them to create even further anxiety. See them choices, see them experience, see them want and need, see them want and try to control it. You have trouble enough to try to control our own, we're going to try to take on other people's things. I want to control it. You're preoccupied about what people think about you. What people believe, what people are going to say. And how embarrassed you are. I can embarrass you. You know, people just let me hear you. Know. You're going through skin, just let me hear you. Know. Another thing, I have to watch the time, <laughs> is that we need to, I strongly, I have literally developed this concept, I call it the 4S. And I think that it is important for us to have faith and feeling which equals functionality. That if we are able to understand and recognize how each of these play their unique part in our lives and living, we will have functionality. Faith is what you believe. And that must be number one. is what it is. It is not your faith that regulates the fact, by the way. The fact is independent of your faith. So whether you believe that the chair you're sitting on is a stone, it doesn't change the qualities of that chair. Mm. It's a fact that you're sitting on a chair and not a stone. You're talking to a mic and not to a pencil. The same. So your belief don't change the facts. So your faith, your facts, then you have feelings. But feelings must be number three. I'm literally writing a book, and I probably shouldn't give out too much information because then we're into my book. But anyway. But the feelings must be number three. Unfortunately, we put feeling as number one, mm-hmm. feeling as number two, <laughs> feeling, as, feeling number as number three. We need our feeling to regulate everything the and the fact. Hey, we're up in our feelings. Mandre, up in there. And the truth is, you see, what we need to do every time we have a feeling, I am suggesting for us to have proper functionality, which is the sport F, is for us to measure the feelings against what we believe and the facts. Every time we have it, we must go, is, is, is this necessary? Do I need to finger? Um, is it, um, should I be having this feeling? Where is this feeling coming from? Should I validate this feeling? Should I dismiss this feeling? Should I follow up on this feeling? Should I let for this feeling? Is this feeling a full one? Does this make sense to have this feeling? Have the conversation with your feeling. <laughs> so inform it before you follow it. Mm-hmm. That's what we must do. So to ensure that we have the right functionality. And because our feelings is taking the best of us, 
You heard me, the best of us. According to my theory, most of us are dysfunctional. But according to this theory, I'm saying you must have faith, then you must have fact, then you must have feelings. For you to have proper functionality. But feeling must be number three. And that's how I feel. What is the feeling I have? And you, and you have not questioned it. That's all I'm asking to do. Face it. And stop. I run with it. Just test it. That's all I'm just take time to test it. And if it and it, and it right, then you then you reward it. If it is right. But just test it, that's all I'm saying. Make it go to a little test. Right? A two minute test, a two second test sometimes. That even take so long. The two minutes. Just uh, just ask yourself some questions. Have a conversation with it. To what end? Mm-hmm. What will it achieve? for me if I should follow it. Simple as that. Another way to help us to um, cope with our anxiety is deciding what we're going to keep and what we're going to release. Unfortunately, I think we ruminate. Ruminate is keeping. Ruminate is not releasing. So we're keeping too many bad memories. Now, don't get me wrong. There are some things that's going to, that's going to have a lasting psychological impact on you. Okay? Believe you me. And so we're going to need additional um, therapy um, interventions to manage those things. Eye movement, whatever you want to call it. All different type of interventions are out there to help. Help to assist you in managing that, okay? Um, but notwithstanding, I'm saying there are other things that we are doing to ourselves that is interfering with the goal of not alone anxiety to drive us. And one of the things that we do consistently is to ruminate on our pain. There are some things that we can stop doing. But one of the things that we do, we, we talk too much about the things or the things that are crippling us. You think that you're that the problem there? Like, as soon as somebody starts to talk to us about a problem, we feel so we have to tell them about our problem too, but make sure they're bigger than I them one. Think about it. That's how we talk. And I say, hey, you know what happened to me? You think that, that happened to you? <laughs> Somebody say what happened to me. <laughs> 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 Somebody say what happened to me. And they wonder why I was so fearful and afraid and can't move on. Because in the back of our minds, we have a story. And every opportunity we get, we and, and chance we get to tell that story, man, listen. And sometimes this way we tell the story for so long and so often that sometimes we even the story becomes an, an exaggerated lie. Mm-hmm. 
to move from the facts of that story long years ago and start add from something there. And every time I tell it over, what's it, what's it make it juicier? What's it who want to outdo what we heard from somebody else? That I'm <laughs> You know what? Me never better tell you what I'm me, yeah? <laughs> and, you, yeah, and you have the cynical laughter with the other person who does share with you and dying to hear your drama. Out up with the head with anxiety. Why do we end up sensationalizing our pain? And that's what I'm saying. If you want to overcome it and manage it, listen to what they're talking about. Stop ruminating, because ruminating is not releasing. Like someone say, hey, that, that never happened to you too. I said, ha, remember that. That's where you must talk. And if they remind you, say, never remember that. Because that now is me right now. I say, if you talk, but every time somebody even bring it up, it, it says, ah, it's here, sir. What's I mean, if I tell you this part, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to add something to it. And next point, which is akin to what I just stated, is also learn to cremate, cremate mm-hmm. our disappointment and stop embalming them. We can't move forward if if we expect something bad to happen. Say again, Andre. We can't move forward if we expect something bad to happen. That case, my mom would never discover the, the, what, what, the light, uh, light bulb, but I wound up something. Mm-hmm. Hmm? After almost try. He had hope. What was a breakthrough? And my man lose him job, Mr. KC, man. Colonel Sanders, the first name. You know? That's what I listen. I'm going to find a way to ensure that he has good retirement and can take care of his family. I'm not, not going to allow is the disappointment that he experienced no matter how no matter how much no matter how often they came to him to decide what he's going to do with him life tomorrow what can he learn from somebody throwing you're missing you're trying to bat a ball and then throw it at you one thousand times and you miss it you know what he can learn Oh, not to swing after that ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, swing after the ball. Like that. That way, yeah. One point in time I try, I'm going to buy the kid. But what I learn, don't swing the same way. Different ways in which you can swing and not hit a ball. That's what I learn. So I need to repeat um, those ways. Don't embalm them, man. Stop talk about it. And, and rather plan to learn from it. And so how you can grow, you know, from those disappointments. 
And let me close off with this one. The self-talk. Conversation that we have with ourselves and is not helping us to overcome and deal with our anxiety. We talk ourselves in remaining victims rather than talking ourselves to become victorious. We talk ourselves in remaining victims and talk ourselves in becoming victorious. You know, talk about healing takes time. I'm only human. It is easier said than done. All of those things, all those talks, our latitude and our talk, they're not empowering talks. My argument, I agree, say healing takes time. But I am not trying to take forever to heal. (laughs) 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 What are you saying to yourself so that you can become victorious? I'm only human. Yeah, I know that. And since I'm only human and that human overcame that, then what, 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 what's so special about the human the, over the someone here? Mm, Why well, you can't do it? Yes, you mm-hmm. can. Fine. Yes, you can. It is easier said than done. Crippling statements that month. Just hear that it's easier said than done. Me know about you, it's easier said than done. Me know you do it or not. Just as soon as it's easy. Well, let's start getting it done. It's easier said than done. Well, maybe we need to stop that and start getting it done. But that's why we keep on saying it's easier said than done. Because we're talking too much and not doing enough. enough. So stop talk and let's get it done. And I guarantee you, you're not going to say it's easier said than done no more. I guess it's done. <laughs> yeah, starting today, I will. Starting today, I will. I must. Yeah. Start yourself into accomplishing. I'm afraid. Remember when this other room went to my daughter room, I had to kill that. I mean, well, I believe that this way, right? The thing big stone everything off of hell is that. I'm saying, mm-hmm. you have a piece of that stuff from going to your house, man. Hmm? Mm-hmm. Well, little is a little bit of a run out. And a run out. Mm-hmm. And when you use that, see, there is a run too. All of these are run to your room too. You throw that run out there. You throw that run out to your room, let's use that. See? All of these are run to your room too. I come to tell this and what I say? I want. You know, I, 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 I often ask my daughter when she gets scared um, in terms of those little insects. I ask her, you see, any of them ever open the door and come in here? You ever see they open the door? <laughs> See, you never see them come to the door and push them door and come and say, hello, please leave. 
<laughs> or anything that you can run faster than. <laughs> Understood. Right? Get the facts, man. What do you believe in your ability to do? What do you believe in your ability to do? I do believe that. Um, I'm going to just close off with this um, analogy. It is called attack is all I know. And I want to, for those who are still up listening, um, remember this and use it to mobilize them to go forward. The French military, they're about to take a hill. And a little boy was asked to be the, the beat of attack. So he went, brum, 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 boom, boom. And as they came up to that hill, they came upon fierce resistance. So the commanding officer said to the boy, beat the beat of retreat. But again, the young lad went, brum, 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 boom, boom. Commanding officer says, look at you, about to kill us off. One more time, beat the beat of the tree. But again, the commanding officer heard, brum, 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 boom, boom. Commanding officer took out his pistol and says, if you don't beat the beat of the tree, not only are we going to lose this war, or lose this battle rather, we're going to lose the hill. And you are really killing off your own men. So beat the beat of the tree or else I'm going to shoot you. Mm-hmm. And the little boy, the, 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 the young lad rather, the tears in his eyes, mustered up to beat the beat of the tree, but instead went brudum, 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 boom, boom and then said to his commanding officer, Sir, attack is all I know. They did not teach me to beat off the tree. <laughs> mm-hmm. And of course, to the surprise of the commanding officer, they won the hill. What is my point? Courage. Andre Allen. What is happening to you? You can hear me? Yes, I'm hearing you. No matter what is happening to you. It's if you believe that you cannot, you won't. It's if you believe that you must. Mm-hmm. And it's all you know. And victory, the salvation of your life and your soul and your living and your family. And you are and your strong belief in your ability to do so. Attack is all you know. The beat of the treat and becoming victims of our circumstances and allowing our fears to regulate what we say and what we think and how we function and allow anxiety to grow and have it. It's maturity in our lives and living, mobilizing us and crippling us and putting us into prisons where we cannot have fulfilling life that will become a distant memory if we only know 
back. Thank you. Andre, Adam, Casey, I thank you so much. Um, I would say one of the greatest virtues in life is courage because without that, your achievements are zero. Without that, your fears, your anxiety will make the better of you. So courage, very important virtue. I want to say thank you so much, Andre Allen Casey. Thank you very much, Billy. And have a wonderful night. Get some rest and take care until next month. Indeed. Which is in very short order. Just a few <laughs> just a few weeks away. Alrighty then. <laughs> thank you so much. My pleasure. Wanna say thank you so much to our sponsors of Singles Live. We started off with Regency Petroleum Limited, licensed petroleum retailers, and then we are rounding things out with uh, Christmas Bickle. Remember that's happening on Friday, December nine at the Ryan Williams Entertainment Center. Contribution fifteen thousand dollars for this super all inclusive event. And when we say super all-inclusive, we mean super all-inclusive. Um, food, food, and more food. Bickle, bickle, and more bickle. Yes, so uh, check them out. For further info, you can call 876-316-3650. Details or 432-1096. Tickets are available at Four Future Styles at 9 Red Hills Road. So if you want to attend this one, then uh, call them up. Hosted by Harvest Tabernacle, Christian Endeavors. Cool 97. Radio. Radio.